Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's audio musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few minutes, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. Every month we take one week where we break from the regular blog post, and I like to share with you some resources on grief and hope, as well as about yoga. These are all available on my website, and there are links to the individual pages in the show notes, so I hope you'll take a moment to check that out. Also, if you'll subscribe to the blog, you'll get a monthly newsletter with this information as well. There's always a photo included, as well as a scripture, and links to the different things that we will be talking about today. So if you haven't signed up for the email newsletter, please do so at the website. What I'm sharing this month um, in terms of yoga is that we are currently offering an in-person series at the church that's all based on the Psalms. And the idea of this five-week series is we're transitioning from the summer season to the fall season, even though here in Mississippi it still feels like summer, uh, we are using this time of transitioning of seasons to root ourselves in the Psalms. And if you live near West Point, I hope that you will join us. And I do have good news. We are working on being able to uh, have Zoom access for the in-person classes. So hopefully by the time uh, we have our next in-person series, if you don't live near West Point, you may be able to join us by Zoom. Stay tuned for more information about that. And I'm really excited and look forward to sharing more about that with you. You can also find on my website a link to our uh, First United Methodist of West Point's uh, sermons, and and on our website you'll have lots of other information about what's going on here in the life of the church. And we just started a new series based in Mark's Gospel, answering the question, or rather Jesus asking us the question, who do you say that I am. We started last week with him as the miracle working God. Uh, so I encourage you to take a listen to that, as well as all of the sermons that you can find at the uh, church's website. And once again, there is a link in the show notes. Moving on to the resources for grief for this month. The first is a book. Uh, it, the title of it is Notes on Grief. It is by Nigerian-American author Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. And this book is only about 65 pages long, and it is so moving, so poetic, um, and simply beautiful. It is the author's reflections on her father's death. Her father died in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and there's not only the grief of losing her parent, but also losing her parent in the midst of travel restrictions, in the midst of so much distancing and not being able to participate in the rituals of saying goodbye to what she's accustomed. And one of the things I think is really important, and one of the reasons I'm recommending this book, is that when we think about grief, we often stay in our own genre, our own lane of what we believe in. We t- like, For instance, I tend to read, because I am a follower of Jesus, I tend to read about grief from other followers. 
followers of Jesus. And I tend to read about um, or works by people who are in the same denomination sometimes as me, people who look like me. And now more than ever, it is so important for us to diversify our reading different cultures, different voices, and different religions, and different, even just theologies uh, within the Christian faith can open our eyes to uh, new insights about grief and about how we can grieve well with each other. So I encourage you to take a look at this book. And also, a few months ago, I recommended Michelle Zahner's memoir, Crying in H Mart. Uh, She is a Korean-American author, and she tells about her perspective of losing her mother to cancer. And she openly talks about uh, being, uh, I don't remember if it's an agnostic or an atheist, but she doesn't really have any religious belief system. And that helps me so much to understand how to talk more with people who are grieving, who don't believe in God and where they're coming from. And when you add the cultural background to that, it's just very eye-opening. And I would encourage you to take a look at both of these books, but especially Adichie's book, Notes on Grief. It's brief, it is powerful, and uh, since it takes place in the midst of the pandemic that we're still living in, I think you'll find it very useful and very insightful. The second recommendation I have for this month is an episode, uh, a podcast episode from On Being uh, by Krista Tippett. Many of us have listened to Krista Tippett over the years. The podcast used to be called Speaking of Faith. And once again, this is um, the voice of someone who believes very differently from me. It's an interview with a man named Kevin Kling. He's a writer, a storyteller, and an artist. And he also uh, grew up with a disability in one arm, and then he injured the other arm in a motorcycle accident. On top of that, he was struck by lightning, and men in his family have a propensity, uh, you find out in the interview, to be struck by lightning, which is just really fascinating. Um, but his conversation with Krista Tippett is entitled The Losses We Grow Into, and it is a really lovely conversation about loss, and uh, the losses both that we experience, the losses that came before us, and I just found it to be a beautiful conversation, and uh, it's not very long, it's about an hour long. And I would encourage you to take a listen to that. He's a wonderful poet and he writes so well in addition to that. So I would highly encourage you to take a look at this episode. It originally was released in 2012, so it's nine years old, um, but they recently re-aired it and you would not know that it was nine years old. The truths and the insights are still very much present. Kevin Kling also reminded me of the importance of listening to someone you might disagree with because he makes some statements at times that me from a Christian uh, perspective, especially as a minister, I thought, oh, I don't agree with that. And yet that helped me to grow as well by listening to someone who was different from me. So take a listen to that. Uh, Kevin Kling's interview with Krista Tippett on on being. And our third recommendation for this month is totally different from the from the other two. It is a song written in uh, late 2001 by the Christian uh, artist Matt Redman. Right after uh, September 11th, and as we know, this week is the 20th anniversary, or when I'm recording this is the 20th anniversary quickly approaching of September 11th, 2001, and the attacks on that day. And Matt Redman, uh, like so many artists and so many Uh, songwriters especially, was wrestling with how to express what he was experiencing that day. And he and his wife live in England, and they were watching everything happen here in the U.S. over in England, and were just trying to process it. And he ended up, they ended up together actually writing this song that has become a huge sensation over the past 20 years. The name of it is Blessed Be Your Name. 
And what Matt and Beth Redman said about the writing of the song was that they saw this deep need in the Christian community, and especially in the Christian contemporary worship com- community, for lament. And they take these lyrics pretty much straight from the book of Job and take it and take those lyrics of lament, but also couple them with a very uplifting tune of praise. And even in the midst of the suffering and the pain and the offering, blessed be your name, there is that refrain of blessing God's name. And I was really intrigued by this story because in the face of such suffering, we do need lament in the church, but we don't need to stay in the place of lament either. We have to move through it and praise is what moves us through it. And this song, uh, like I said, has been uh, sung widely over the years. And it's easy to forget that even in the midst of its joyful tune, it is a song about moving through suffering. It is a lament and it is a song born out of great tragedy that we can use and that we can uh, grow with it for many years to come. So be sure to check out the recording of Blessed Be Your Name by Matt Redman. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read today's and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, find resources on grief and hope, and much more. Visit my website, www.dariannduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with a song selection to accompany the musing. Speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.